Wait, do you know Maddie Ziegler from Dance Moms? No. Dance Moms? Yeah. <laughs> she does stuff for, for Sia, like in her music videos, and Shia LaBeouf made an appearance. Okay. Well, I know who Shia LaBeouf <laughs> okay. is. Okay. You've uh, never seen the weird music video of him dancing in like a cage? Might be a dome cage. I've seen a lot of weird videos of him, but not that one. Okay. So he's dancing to Sia. Or dancing is dan- a loose term. He's interpreting. I don't know. It was a very weird it was just a very weird music video because it also had Maddie Ziegler in it. And I don't know who together. Maddie Ziegler is either. Oh my gosh. Well, I don't know. I, I don't people. even know if I'm saying her last name right, but you've never seen Dance Moms? I'm just kidding. Well, I I can picture the last name in my head. And I still don't know it. So. Okay. Well, yeah, she's like the biggest star, I think. The biggest star that made it. But then Jojo Siwa made it. But a lot of people are like, she was on Dance Moms? Because she wasn't a big star on Dance Moms, but she's a big star now. Okay, Shia LaBeouf, can I just... Don't let your dreams be dreams. I love that whole thing. Is that the one where he's speaking? Or like, it's like Shia LaBeouf. Shia LaBeouf. Well, that's a different one. Okay, but, well, that's what I love. Yeah. I don't... Oh, funny. you're talking that's about, like, the green like, screen? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> don't let your dreams be dreams. Yeah, that's a good one. There's, like, there's like a shortened version of it that's really cool, but that goes on for, like, a 10-minute video or something. Mm. Have you ever seen the lengthened? I don't recommend it, but it's kind of weird to see how long it goes. I recommend it. Welcome to the wardrobe. This is the Who You Know podcast. I'm Rylan Deemer. And I'm Elisa Wilby. We've got a great show for you all today. We are going to talk about gene editing yes. and and how we feel about it ethically, morally, yeah, spiritually. We don't know. Never mind. We'll talk about it in a minute. <laughs> We're also going to play a game today, which yes. I think is going to be a lot of fun. And it's it's the kind of game where there's no real points, but we're going to try really hard to play by the rules anyway mm-hmm. and learn a bit more about ourselves and each other hopefully it'll be interesting how it goes because yeah i don't know if my questions are on the same level as yours (laughs) so we'll see i have some doozies in there i think yeah and then uh finally we're gonna wrap up with talking about uh our dream homes uh because we looked at a lot of houses a couple weeks back and have some thoughts i think uh so yeah it's gonna be a really great show uh, but I, what I wanted to say is, do you ever, like, buy an article of clothing online? Like, it looks good, and then it arrives, and it looks, like, like it's just not... Oh, yeah. It looks awful yes. and weird, and then you decide to wear it on a podcast anyway. <laughs> you know, like, did, is it a new, recently I, new? This is my first time wearing it. Okay. It's my second time having it on. I tried it on when it arrived. It's okay. my first time like wearing it. But you didn't want to return it if you didn't like it? Returns are kind of a hassle. It was also like too cheap to be worth returning. Gotcha. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. This is my first time wearing this shirt too, but oh. it's because I don't know why. I feel like you look way more professional than I do. I, I, I look think it's like... a pretty professional sweater. Yeah. 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 My earrings are new too. That's why I touched it. Oh, cool. <laughs> but I got them from someone local who makes clay earrings. Shop local. Yeah. Should we play the game? Explain the game? Oh, yeah. We're starting with the game, right? Okay. So. so, no, you're right. You explain it because you're the one who... <laughs> I call this game the five-second rule. Well, 
it is a real game that exists, but it's really easy to play without the game. Sorry to the makers, but it's called the five second rule. And it just is like you read off a category. So like I read Rylan a category on a card and he has five seconds to list three things of in the category related to the category. Um, and so in the real game, you get a point if you list three things, but we're just kind of doing this to see what our answers are because just is like the time pressure to think of three things that quickly. It seems like a lot of time, but I feel like we'll get stuck trying Probably. to think of things yeah. really fast, but then it is like your instant reaction. So it's kind of, we might dig into the psychology behind some of our answers, mm -hmm. whether we know the reasoning for saying it or not. Okay. I'm, I'm expecting this to be a lot of fun. Before we start, though, what do you mean by, like, you were like, this is actually a real game? Like, people, I don't know what company, like Hasbro, for an example. It's like oh. a maker of this game or something. Okay. I don't know who actually makes it, though. Uh, shout out to whoever made this. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe we'll put it in the comments. And do we do we alternate? Yeah. Okay. Yep. Good. I would do that. Okay. Good. Wait, should I shuffle these, too? Mine are in a good order. Okay. I don't know if you want yours. You can shuffle them if you want for surprise. I wrote like, okay. So I wrote 10. <laughs> you wrote 10? Yep. Okay. Okay. Who wants to go first? I think you, I think you should read your category first. Okay. So I'm just going to say it. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> <laughs> Let me. I got I to gotta up my cognitive tempo to, to achieve here. So. All right. I'm going to use my hands to do like five seconds. Superheroes. Uh, Batman, Spider-Man. Why is that so hard? It is hard because you just feel the pressure. I don't know. So Batman. I had the I had the word Nightingale coming coming through my head. Maybe I should have just said that, but because you wouldn't know well, that that's not a superhero, right? I would have suspected it's not, but you could have like worked your way into okay. convincing okay. me. Sure. Um. Yeah, I when you said Spider-Man Batman though, I thought you said Superman because that's just what I associate with Batman. <laughs> but nope. Okay. Anyway. Yeah. Uh I should have said that. <laughs> but uh that's funny. I almost had superheroes as one of my cards, but I decided not to. I think we might not that I think we'll have similar categories. I just think we might think of the same thing coincidentally. Well, let's find out. Are you ready? Yeah. <laughs> Chores. Cleaning dishes, vacuuming, dusting. Wow, that's really good. <laughs> I think it's because, okay, so when I was writing some of these, I was thinking, like, how fast can I say some of these? And I came up, I don't know if I did chores specifically, but I was like, I was having trouble saying two things for that. And I'm surprised I said dusting. Yeah, because I never dust. <laughs> <laughs> Me neither. <laughs> okay. I like this one. Animal sounds. Uh, moo, bark, meow. <laughs> yeah. I said that would be entertaining. That was good. Space travel. Rocket, alien, moon. Pretty good. <laughs> Pretty good. All right. Okay. Things you love about your wife. Oh, smart, hot. Not counting. Oh my goodness. Why is this so hard? Four, five. 
sorry, Jen. There's too many things. Fashionable is what uh, I... I was like, my brain was like picturing well, the clothes and stuff, and I just couldn't get a word out. Oh, that's a good one. Okay. Oh, man. I debated. Okay. All right. You ready? Yeah. This is where it gets fun. January 6th. Uh calendar year date <laughs> i don't know <laughs> well the fir- first thing that came to my head was my grandpa's birthday but that's the second and so i was like never mind <laughs> this is kind of blowing my mind right now that i don't have anything for january 6th yeah do you remember what happened on january 6th elisa no december 6th was never mind i love this <laughs> Uh, what year are we talking? This year. Give this, me a give me a moment. Twenty twenty one. Yeah, twenty twenty one. January sixth. Did something important happen on that day? A couple days after New Year's. Uh huh. <laughs> I have no idea. Give Very me. interesting situation that hasn't happened before in the United States of America. Was the president inaugurated on January? <laughs> You're you're in in a ballpark. Vice the first female vice president. <laughs> okay, we're gonna we're gonna go a little deeper here. Okay, there was something that happened at the U.S. Capitol. Oh, the uh, what do you call it? <laughs> the I'm, the word that's coming to mind is like overtaking the U.S. Capitol. Right? I don't know. Whatever you want to call it, yeah. So. What would you that's call what it? that's what you you weren't uh okay dredging up. so then when is the inauguration was it before or after that was was that the inauguration day i don't know i don't think so. well i don't know i'm, might, I'm bad I think, at i think it might have been after that i know that's like the day when the i think the senate held that vote okay. i i'm not gonna this isn't so, this isn't the what i know podcast this sec yeah exactly <laughs> No, that's funny. I think probably you were thinking like local stuff and stuff like relevant to like your um, immediate life because you thought about your grandpa right away. Yeah. Whereas, like, but I would think I would have thought of like news events, gen generally. Okay. I just couldn't think of anything. Okay, that's the nature of this game. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, I'm hoping this one is an easy one. I'm just uh, glad you didn't we'll get another point. Yeah, I'm doing good besides that one. Okay, we'll see what other questions he has in store. You ready? Gaming systems. Uh, GameCube, Super Nintendo, Nintendo Entertainment System. When is that one? What? Is that the original? That was the original. Okay. Although, I I mean, the original Nintendo, I think, was called the Famicom in Japan. Uh, But in the U.S., it was just the Nintendo Entertainment System. Okay, and then that was first, was Nintendo 64 next? So it was Nintendo Entertainment System, Super Nintendo, Nintendo 64, Uh Nintendo GameCube, Nintendo Wii, Nintendo Wii U, and then the current generation, which is the Switch. Switch. Wii Switch. Interesting. You didn't say any Xbox, PlayStation? I I needed to go to, like, my lizard brain. (laughs) Went straight to Nintendo. (laughs) That was my formative years gaming system. <laughs> okay. Okay. Vacation. Florida beach sunshine. <laughs> Does that count? They're I think all that related. Counts. That counts. Okay. Yeah. 
I almost considered doing that. Um, all right, this is literally my next card. Maybe you can see that. Nope, you can't. You ready? Mm-hmm. Places to go on vacation. Oh, Japan, Colombia, Israel. Wow, have you been to all of those? Yes. <laughs> I almost put places you've traveled, but. All right, are you psyched for this one? I, I yeah, I'm just thinking of all the dates now. Climate change. <laughs> Polar bears. Thermal. <laughs> heat. Yes. <laughs> Oh, uh, I don't know if I. I don't, I don't think, think I can count that one. Yeah. I don't think those are good. You're answers. past the time limit. Well, yeah. I, th- I think the answers were good, especially polar bears. That was great. Yep. Yeah. Ice. I couldn't think of ice icebergs. I could have just said ice. <sighs> okay. Drinks. Uh, cocktails. Uh, ice. Liquor. Okay. <laughs> I almost wanted to put. Whiskey, this is hard. types of whiskey. Mm. Would you have been able to do that? Because I don't know. I would have said whiskey. scotch, and then I probably would have said rye, and then, and then I, I might have. I didn't know if you it. would have gone like for brand names or brewer, oh, yeah. brewers, distilleries. Is that what they're called? <laughs> I think I would have short circuited before. Okay. Before getting one of those out. Okay. All right. <clears throat> Supermodel. Hot. Thin high heels. Nice. <laughs> um, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Interesting. Um, things found in a closet. Uh, spiders. Uh, cockroaches. Uh, hair. Oh my goodness! <laughs> I don't know what Rylan's. I can tell you, Rylan's closet does not look like that. <laughs> but. Oh, what no. is the closet you're picturing in your head? I I pictured like <laughs> I think I was I was picturing kind of like what you might see in like a little closet under the stairs here. Okay. Yeah. Where Harry Potter would stay. Right. <laughs> I thought we might get a little more interesting on that one. <laughs> Said it was like worst fears closet. Yeah. Okay. Dessert. Cake, cookie, ice cream. Wow, that was fast. I like my dessert. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, those ready to As go. I'm imagining them, I'm just chocolate cake, and then I'm imagining like an all mode with a cookie. Mm. Cookie and ice cream. I actually don't like cookie or ice cream for dessert that much, though. I don't eat a lot of desserts. Oh, my goodness. Okay. <laughs> Chen made this delicious... Um, I don't think it was necessarily intended to be a dessert, but uh, she made like granola bars this week and she made it with dates so like a thick layer of dates to like bind all the the oats and the walnuts together it was so good and very sweet i loved it nice yeah i like the like no bake granola protein balls Mm. they're like dessert to me Mm. not protein balls but whose turn is it mine Mm. okay things to take on an adventure uh knife uh skateboard and jetpack. Interesting. <laughs> I like the adventure. I'm trying to imagine a guy skateboarding down the street with a knife, and then he goes. Shoo. Yeah, if you're, I mean, if your skateboard like flies off a cliff as you're oh. skateboarding, you've got the jetpack as a fallback plan. Okay. And you need the knife. Yeah. For obvious reasons. <laughs> okay. 
supply chain. Worker, computer chips, cars. <laughs> I don't know. Great. You nailed that one. Uh, what's interesting? I think that was the hardest one. Okay, yeah. No, January 6th was the well, hardest one for me. I think it's the the hardest one that I came up with. Yeah. So it is true that computer chips are being affected mm-hmm. in the car industry, which is why I said cars too. Well, and chips in, in general. general. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Supply chain, man. No, uh, what I always think is interesting is I feel like I know a handful of people now that have majored in like supply chain management. Mm-hmm. And that was just not a thing I knew existed when I went to college. So I'm like surprised. So many people do, but I said I just didn't go to a big school, so maybe I wouldn't know. Anyway, things to do in the winter. Uh hot cocoa, fireplace, slippers. Nice. I guess thing yeah, yeah put on your slippers. <laughs> yeah, maybe I could have phrased it better. Okay. Art. Painting artist <laughs> museum. I don't think artist counts. Uh, paintbrush. Oh, okay. You got it. <laughs> Just relate words to each other. You got it. Oh, <clears throat> I don't have any. Oh, yeah, I do. <laughs> I was like, where'd my other card go? Date ideas. Ooh, uh, boxing match. Um, why did I say that? <laughs> um, One more second. Uh, uh, pig race. Um, <laughs> <laughs> time. <laughs> um, <sighs> it could work. <laughs> Should we just end the episode now? <laughs> Uh, okay. I mean, okay. I don't think I got that I one. Get, I only answered two. Yeah. Right? I was trying to think of interesting date ideas instead of like. Instead of ice skating. Watch a movie. Dinner. Which is fun. <laughs> These are all fun things. Yeah. But yeah. Okay. Friendship. Secrets. Slumber parties. <laughs> I don't know. All right. Secrets <laughs> and slumber parties. <laughs> I'm just thinking of when I was a child. I don't know who won. It might have been pretty even. We'll call it a tie. We can go back and count the points. Yeah. (laughs) Maybe I'll tally it up during the editing. Yeah. Uh, One more category. Okay. Are you ready? Yeah. Gene editing. Engineering. (laughs) Uh, Foods. (laughs) All right. I even had time to prepare for that spoiler, but I did not. Um. Yeah, I feel like I just randomly brought this topic up this week, and I don't really know what made me think of it per se. I just feel like I've been asked questions about genetic engineering often, and so I was like, it's an interesting topic. Um. So when you brought it up, I, I thought you were talking like just about humans, but when you answered the little question there in the game, you also brought up like, I don't remember you said. Food. Yeah, food. Yeah. So yeah, that's a component about this that I wasn't really thinking about. No, and like <clears throat> when I was trying to think of like a good substan- substantial question to ask, when I was like Googling stuff, a lot of stuff that came up was like food, GE foods, genetically modified, oh, GM. I don't forget when they're saying when it's GM free or yeah GMO GMO yes genetically modified Organ- o. organisms I think oh, okay yeah but yeah so a lot of that stuff came up that's why I think I thought of that so that thing. so can we can we I want to set some definitions first or at least one definition yeah because 
I think like for genetically modifying stuff, there's like like breeding, right? Like selective breeding. So like mm-hmm. when you breed for a particular trait, I don't think we're really talking about that, right? We're talking no. about more like like yes. actually like going into the DNA, chopping stuff out, putting different things in. Yep. Like, okay. I don't know if that yeah, is that what they do? <laughs> I was gonna say well, I'm imagining a scientist in a lab. Maybe a doctor does this? I don't even know. Who knows? We certainly don't. (laughs) No. But we can imagine. And then, yeah. So, yeah. So, I I guess I'm not... Like, things like Brussels sprouts and I think broccoli are, like, human-made things. And I don't know if that was from, like, selective breeding of plants (laughs) or if we actually, like, opened up a genome and ripped things out and put things in. Yeah, I don't know either. I feel like, yeah, selective breeding... I don't know, because when I was imagining GMO things, and I could be completely off, I should look at this, but I thought it was to help farmers be able to grow stuff that grows better, easier, easier Mm -hmm. to, like, make a good crop that's consistent. That's what I always imagined with the food, but... I suspect Brussels sprouts have been bred to be tastier recently. I have... Because when I was young, liking them. I did not like them. But now, I love them. So, this is not a diss on my childhood because I actually really enjoyed this. But we always, whenever we had vegetables, it was always like the steam fresh that you put in the microwave. Mm-hmm. And that's what I just, that's how I thought you ate vegetables. I had no idea that like, there were actual Brussels sprouts you could buy to like, cook them however you do. Like in the oven or steaming them even yourself. Um, I always just thought they were frozen and you just steam them. Like that was the only way to eat. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Which I think that's why back then I didn't like them as much because they were a little more scary. Yeah. My parents always bought like frozen, like mixed medley of yep. veggies and I hated that. Cause, like the combination of like pea and carrot, like <laughs> is just bad. I don't mind it. But like if you if you take those things separately, you can make them actually taste pretty good. Yeah. Like the right sauces and stuff. But even But that's not what we're here to talk about. I know. Oh, it Um. just keeps me going down a path though. I did want to bring up one more thing about Brussels sprouts. Okay. (laughs) I have to. Let's go. When I went to the farmer's market a couple weekends ago, I didn't realize how they grow and you could literally buy a stock. And just has all the Brussels sprouts on it. Did you realize that that's (gasps) no no, it's It's like a staff? Yeah, it was like a stick, and I almost bought it just to bring it home to show Dan. Oh. <laughs> but I was like, I don't want to cut all those off <laughs> myself. Sure. But yeah, it's cool. That is Look cool. That. I had no idea. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> okay, so so when, okay, so this conversation, I think, is going to be more focused on, like, actually Human. taking a genome, taking things out, putting things in. Yes. Whether it's for plants or animals or humans. Yeah. Which some people say are animals. Well, yeah, because, okay, well, that brings me... I was just thinking we'd focus on humans. We can talk about everything, but I didn't even think about animals mm. as an option. So that would be... Like, yeah, I would want to know the reasoning behind doing something like that with animals. Do you know of any? <laughs> Besides, like, maybe, like, dog, like, pets. Yeah, I was thinking about, like, dogs, but that's more of a selective breeding thing yeah. where they breed for certain traits. And obviously there's some, like unethical stuff there yeah. um like pugs come to mind with like the smooshed faces and how that like actually impairs their breathing yep. 
I think there's like a breeder now that's like trying to breed away from that. So he's taking like purebred pugs and like breeding them so they have like normal huh. or more normal snouts. Yep. So that's good. I don't know if it I don't know if like actual DNA editing is happening with pets. So and would do you think it's actually happening? Well, I think is it is it actually happening. I, I think general? it's happening for uh, like I, I recall with like chickens, they're like oh. doing something so they like produce way more meat than normal. Okay. So they're they're kind of like little chicken like abominations yeah. that produce more meat. Huh. Do you know? I had. You need an expert. I was gonna say. Do you know if they like do it up when the chicken is alive, or they're like creating the chickens? <laughs> I, uh, I think they have edited the genome, and then. Ooh, actually, I don't know. We need an expert. Yeah, this is. A, I feel like yeah, you could go down so many different rabbit holes mm-hmm. with this topic because there is so much that is potentially going on or could go on in the future. But yeah. As far as humans... Have you seen Gattaca? No. Is that a movie? Yeah. So uh, it's it's like an older movie, but it's about a society where gene editing for humans is really commonplace. Uh-huh. Uh, but it's like only the families with like enough money can afford to do it for their kids, right? So and- like they'll, they'll edit the genome so that uh, the kid won't have like any health conditions and they'll be like... Is this like before it's born or like once it's a human Ooh. out of the body? It's been a while since I've seen it. Okay. I, th- I think it's like while they're in the womb or something. Okay. Um, but yeah, so like the society is like, has like all these people who are, who are more well off, who have like, I don't know if perfect is the right word, but like healthy DNA, meaning they don't have like any congenital heart conditions and things like that. But also, like, companies screen their employees. Like, they do, like, urine tests to test their DNA to make sure that they've got, like, a clean genome. Mm-hmm. Like, they, they won't, like, get sick on the job and stuff. Mm. So they, they, like, screen candidates for that and, like, regularly test employees in some jobs. And so, like, the people who whose parents, like, weren't able to afford the gene editing aren't able to, like, get the good jobs because, the, like, the best employers want people that like won't get sick as often and they don't need to worry about like that kind of stuff happening. Yeah. So it like creates this like uh stratification of yeah. of the different like socioeconomic groups. Yeah, that's I feel like if we started allowing parents to edit genes of their children, I feel like we would start to get like I, I'm thinking of like a cycle. Yeah, kind of like you said the rich get richer and the poor get poorer type thing right. is what I'm thinking. Yeah. I feel like that happens with so many things. So, like, my... my, Can I pose a question? Yeah. Is that, like, do you think that that would actually happen? Like, do you think there would be stratification? Or do you think, we like, our social sciences would, would have a solution for that? Like, a way to, like, counterbalance it? Well... When I originally thought of this before talking about the, like, stratification, I don't know if that's the right word. Um, I was thinking that, like, people would start modifying the genes to make their children better. And I was thinking it would kind of be across the board because I wasn't really thinking about the cost of it. It's like, if it were a thing, it just seems like 
people would just gradually start doing it if there were like no pro- seemingly issues with it. Everyone would start doing it, and I feel like you could make people smarter. You could make people more attractive. You could make people yeah healthier or something. And then all of a sudden, we would like kind of converge to like an ideal human, and everyone would be similar. Mm. And that made me worried because even if we're all similar, I feel like we would all like be like, well, I don't want a certain job. I don't know. I feel like we would start losing people filling in roles of other jobs. Unless people still had their own personality traits, then it might be okay. <laughs> I say that very loosely. But... I also, I imagine like in your scenario that you've painted where where people, uh, the, like it's so widespread and there's kind of like an ideal like physical state yeah. that people would probably get plastic surgery to look different. Like, I think people would do things to, like, make themselves look unusual. Interesting. Like, like right now, it's like you might think there's a beauty standard, and so you try to conform to it. But now it's like if everyone's conformed to it, you want to stand out almost. Mm -hmm. I could see that. Because even I feel like famous people almost have, like, both of that. Like, they want to be the best because they're seen all the time, but also have something that stands out mm-hmm. to make them stand out and be more famous, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, like, yeah. what's the, uh, what's that classic? Cindy Crawford and the mole, <laughs> yep. you know? Yep. See, I don't even, when you said Cindy Crawford, that's not who I thought of, but when she said that, I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I know who that is. Um, so do you think there's a like an ethical difference between... Uh, like editing someone's genome to prevent health conditions versus editing someone's genome to make them smarter, faster, stronger, more attractive. Yeah, I do. I still am like very skeptical of the idea of genome editing in general, but. What makes you skeptical? Because I think it will be misused for like, well, I say misused because of the question you asked. Like, I don't think we should necessarily be able to make people like smarter, faster, like all that stuff. But aren't but those good traits? I suppose so. But I feel like the world will function very differently. And I guess we've already like changed the world a lot through technology anyway. So maybe we can see that it works and we can also like try to reverse some of the things that maybe it's we've done poorly like global warming not bring up your climate change like maybe mm. we can try to reverse some of that um but because we built cars and we've built buildings and like that stuff making it worse for the world to live in maybe we can do the opposite but i feel like our society will be really thrown off if we keep editing people to be better I say that in quotes because, like, I feel like everyone has such different traits that, like, people excel different things better than others. So Um, what is, what is, like, you use the word different, use the word thrown off. Those are both kind of, well, different's kind of a neutral term. Thrown off implies some kind of, like, chaos. But (laughs) I guess I want to know, like, where's the negative aspects of maybe gene editing in general or if you want to focus it on, like, gene editing for intelligence and attractiveness and things like that. Well, I feel like the negative part is kind of like what I was explaining before, where everyone starts to be similar and we can't 
we can't say like you deserve to be the CEO and get so much money per year versus you're an accountant. I don't know. <laughs> Not that that's bad, but like maybe the person I was saying, maybe the personality traits will overcompensate for that. But I think it will just turn into a dysfunctional society maybe is what I'm thinking. Okay. So the similarity that you've brought up, uh, that's what you see as a negative thing, yes. right? Okay. Yeah. Um, but going back to like your kind of like disease, like maybe disease prevention or curing of diseases, I feel like that could be a very, I feel like that would be maybe the first step we go with it. And because I think that would be improving people's health. I feel like we're always doing that. That's certainly the, the easiest one to defend, I think. Yeah. Because like if you know your your child is going to be born with, I don't know, some condition, yep. like an autoimmune condition. And if you can just swap out that one little section of their genome and make it so they, they don't have that condition, yep. maybe you would take that step. Yeah. And like then you might get into the problem of like, Probably the population might increase once we start figuring out those little things. Maybe we'll get older. Because people live longer? Yep. Uh, well, just more babies are maybe born or, yeah, they live oh, longer. Because, he, because the infant mortality would decrease. Yeah. Even more like than that. it already is. Yep. And like. I feel, I feel like infant mortality is already low enough where you wouldn't see a dramatic impact to no like idea. actual births. Maybe. But I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, and but then yeah, people might live longer because they don't have the underlying conditions or something that would cause earlier deaths. That would um, be interesting for like the pension area, right? Yeah. I also think it's interesting. What if we do start living to be older and older because we can cure more things? Will we be happy as we get older and older or will we still look and feel really old? <laughs> like, I don't know. So I'm like, it's kind of like, I feel like our bodies aren't necessarily built to withstand the like technology or changes that we put upon ourselves, maybe. Because I almost feel like my aunt's a doctor. And I remember this one thing she told me, I was probably young. I might be interpreting it wrong, but she was saying how people's knees and stuff are just so much worse nowadays than they might have been like back in like the old Western days or something because we have, we walk on concrete all day. Mm -hmm. So, and she's a rheumatologist. So not rheumatologist, no, arthritis. Is. is it arthritis? She's a rheumatologist. Okay. So yeah, so she focuses on knees and stuff like that often. So I just kind of believed her. I don't know. But yeah, because we walk on concrete all day and it's just like not great ground to like put our bodies through. Yeah. That it like breaks them down more. And so I just wonder if we start modifying ourselves, keep making us live longer. I don't know if we have the ability to enjoy that living longer as much too. I don't know. That is a concern. There's like years where you're thriving in life. And then there's years where like your health has deteriorated to the point where, where life isn't as enjoyable. Yeah. But I like the idea of people living longer in general, because the more people that live longer, the more people that live to like 120, the more pressure there is on scientists and medical professionals to figure out ways to improve our quality of life for their for those I older like years yeah. yeah like if you know 0.0001% of people live to be above 100 there's not a lot of pressure but if like 2% of people live to be that old then suddenly there's like a real reason to improve quality of life for that period of time yeah that's super interesting 
relating it back to the actuarial field is kind of funny. I feel like we used to use mortality tables that went to 100 years old, mm-hmm. and now it's like 120 or even 150, which is interesting because I remember going through like having to update tables to 120, and I'm just like, wow, the world is changing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I agree. I feel like we would focus a lot more on those older people. That's a good point. And trying to improve the quality of life there too. Like, yeah, kind of like I'm saying, like we impose a change on our lives and if it turns out bad, then we just start figuring out other changes to add on to our lives. Yeah. There's always like a chaser to every technological change that we make. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what I was kind of thinking about the vaccine. I don't know if I'm talking about this, but I was like, well, something bad happened with the vaccine. So many people got it. They'd have to f- figure out something so we don't all die, do right? Yeah. And so that's what I was like. I was like, yeah, I trust these scientists to save my life if everyone's lives need to be saved. So maybe a question for you. Like, I kind of said, if I think making the perfect human, if I agree with it or not, do you think it's a good idea? Uh, let me let me parse my thoughts out on this so editing here here, here's what i would like editing the genome to prevent certain conditions Mm -hmm. i like that idea and i think like if you're able to like let's say edit in the womb somebody's genome so they don't have you know whatever health condition uh i think that would save society a lot of time hardship cost and so i think you could defend a government-run program that just, like, pays to edit out all, you know, heart conditions, right? Something like that. So I like that idea. And I think that's something that because there's... Because you can you can point to it and say, okay, yeah, it costs $1,000 to do this editing on every baby, but that $1,000 that you're spending to edit that out Same. is saving, you know, $100,000 20 years down the road. Yeah. Uh, so I like the idea of being able to roll out some program that that just blanket corrects things like that. Mm-hmm. And I I I think I wouldn't have any ethical quandary with it if it's rolled out in that way because everyone gets equal access to it. Yep. That that's if you know there's a lot of like you know conditionals that I'm I'm putting on that. But yeah. Uh, and then there's like editing for intelligence and strength and attractiveness, uh, all these fun things. That makes me feel icky because, uh, and I'm going to take us down two roads. So there's there's one road where not everyone can afford it, and it's not like a government program. Mm-hmm. And that leads to, like I was saying earlier, the stratification, I think. I yeah. think it'd be really hard for society to, like, counterbalance that in some way, right? Like the chaser, I think, is hard to do. Like, social sciences aren't very good at quick response yeah right at least of like our current political system and like the way information moves i think is just not conducive to like that kind of correction yep because it's not a technological fix at mm-hmm. that point it's like something in society and it's hard for me to imagine a situation where like that kind of like gene editing would roll out and not cause some pretty major issues yeah. unless the cost was so high to like achieve those changes that only like the hyper rich Bezoses and Musks can can pull it off, mm-hmm. then I don't think it would have too much of a impact on society. 
Okay, anyway. So that's one path. The other path is like it's cheap. Like let's say it costs five hundred dollars, a thousand dollars, um, which I know is not super cheap, but it's at least affordable for you know a Especially larger like a health yeah. related. Right. Yeah. So I don't know, maybe fifty, sixty percent of of the US would make the effort to like pay for that kind of treatment. Mm -hmm. So in that case, uh, yeah, uh, oh man, I don't know. I, I think that might be super bad anyway, because I think you'll still have like the, the stratification. Yeah. I'm even point. thinking when you're, when you said like it's available to everyone, like a government type program, I still feel like even, I feel like I've learned that even like, what am I trying to say? Healthcare that's even available to anyone, like maybe even free of cost. I feel like like the lower income people still have a hard time accessing that type of healthcare. True. Too. Like not all hospitals would have like the technology to do it. Yeah. That's a really good point. Yep. So that would have to be another let's just scrap over. the whole <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. It's <laughs> it's it's hard to think of a, a way that that we could roll out that kind of editing. Yeah. And have it still be like a good thing for society. Yep. But it would be cool <laughs> to be like hyper smart, super strong. I think I would. What if could this happen? What if you like set all these standards for your child? Maybe not. Whatever. You like checked box what you want out of your child. But then it's not exactly what you imagined when you like checked that box. You know, like, would you be disappointed? Like you said, I want them to be smart, but they didn't get a 36 on the UCT type thing. Like, how, would you be disappointed? And like, well, at least you would know that it's not the genetics getting in the way, right? That's true. Yeah. Because there is a lot of other factors besides yeah. nature versus nurture. Sure. Yeah. Then <laughs> you yeah. know it's just your bad parenting. Yo, wow. <laughs> <laughs> it's like children aren't, yeah, it's not their test of their smarts anymore. It's a yeah. test. <laughs> their parents yeah now you don't have an excuse yeah like, you know the genes are fine you can, and i also wonder like if you say what i guess for attractiveness would be in your own eyes what is attractive too it would be still right. subjective because like some people might like blonde hair some people might like brown hair so yeah it, maybe we would have a lot more different things than i I'm imagining, I don't imagine the same looking person, but I imagine the same like ability to achieve success type thing. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I, I do like editing a way of certain conditions. There's some things though, that's like, I mean, take, take something like, uh, anxiety, which, uh, for some people is very debilitating, but for some people it can be like like a boon in some ways, mm -hmm. right? Like some people with anxiety are really able to detect like changes in facial features, which makes them like pick up on emotions a lot easier, right? So like if you, I, I don't even know if there is a gene for anxiety or, or if it's just like a, a nurture thing, but um, like if you're able to like turn that off, like I don't think we would want nobody in society to have that feature because it's... Yep. In some cases, it's a it's a feature, not a bug, you know. Yep. So, yeah, there's some like, yeah, I, I I'm just trying to think of like all these other conditions, um, like like uh, being deaf, 
you know, there's like a whole like deaf culture, mm-hmm. right? And I don't know, it gets real. There's like a lot of like gray area with this kind of there stuff. Is. I almost feel like they would have to start with like a list of specific conditions that they would. Right. I say they, I'm thinking of like that the government would cover kind of if there was like an overall program for it. But right. I feel like they would have to be conditions that very costly. And I'm even thinking like the government probably spends money on some of these costly conditions. Very costly like, and like going along for with, life. Yeah, like <laughs> like like pure bad. Yeah. Right? Not not like a mixed thing or like like a personality thing. Yeah. Just like like a heart condition. I don't think there's any upside that that I can think of, but sound off in the comments if I'm missing something here. Yeah. Uh like a heart condition, like a like a like you've only got one lung unless we yeah. switch this gene and and now you got two lungs. That's good, yeah. right? So like that kind of editing I think is all upside. Yeah. But like autism, I mean that can be a very good thing. Yep. Depending on like how how to affects the individual right yeah and i'm so. almost thinking now like if we start changing things and like it, people who are existing like already existing people have these conditions or anything like if we start changing things like autism like will they think like oh autism must be bad now like that exactly. would be like exactly hurtful is like how i would yeah. say it yeah so it would be an interesting time i'd do you think it will happen in our lifetime where they really consider this type of thing? Because I don't. So. <laughs> well, on a on a on like a wide scale, maybe. Yeah. I mean, maybe in 20, 30 years, I could see that. I mean, we've already got CRISPR technology, and people are already like sitting at home, like editing their own genes. So, <laughs> like, there's certainly like a drive, even at like the DIY level, to to what? do this kind of stuff. I never. I don't know what this is. What is CRISPR uh, <laughs> technology? I don't know how it works, and and maybe I'm I'm not the person to speak on it. Okay. But but it is a way to like edit genes, and okay. you can you can like edit you can edit your genes, Elisa. You can do it. Yeah, but I I really don't know anything about it. I remember watching like a, a show about like people like in their garage like using CRISPR technology to try to like or like injecting themselves with like their modified genome. Yeah interesting it it weirds me out and it's definitely not safe to do so i don't recommend it but this is this is something that people are doing yeah so like i can't imagine it (laughs) if you could change a gene about yourself would you if you had that capability oh i i wasn't expecting (laughs) give me a sec you can like keep a high level too of like i wish my ears were smaller i mean the first thing the first thing that came to mind is uh, my autoimmune condition because it, it affects me it affects me almost every day and i've gotten really good at like managing it mm-hmm. but i mean uh like like one of the things is like sunlight can can cause a flare-up yep and so that means like i have to be careful just like being outside sometimes yeah and like put on sunblock and stuff and i really hate like the the necessary obnoxiousness of sunblock. Yeah. <laughs> so like if I could just, but, but the other, okay. So if I could just turn it off, that seems like really appealing because it would save me so much, like so much annoyance. Like, yeah. And, and then like when I do get sick, it can kind of wipe me out for a bit and yeah. it, it'd be nice to like not have to deal with that. On the other hand, 
it's taught me to be like a lot more chill and relaxed and kind of like roll with the punches a lot better yeah. than what I feel like most people are able to because I have to keep my stress levels down in order to like kind of manage my immune system. Yep. So like I've learned a lot of techniques that I think really help me out and are very like formative to my personality. And so if I didn't have the autoimmune condition, you know, growing up and through young adulthood, I would be a different person right now. So yeah. So like if I could turn it off now, yeah, probably. Because I feel like I'm I'm pretty stable in my personality. Yep. But 15 years ago, I think that would have been a mistake because the person I am today would not be who you see on camera right now. Yeah. So it's almost like looking back, I don't know where I was going with that. I lost my train of thought there. But now I'm kind of wondering, like, if you could wish upon someone else that they could change their genes, like, I would never with wish the same upon condition. someone else. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but yeah, that's interesting. It's hard because a lot of these things even negative, you know, conditions uh, can be so formative to, like, who the person is, who they yes. become. And, like, my autoimmune condition, I view it as, like, a part of me mm -hmm. at this point. Because so much of, like, what I think about and, like, how I, like, treat my life is, like, just kind of, like, managing that and being aware of it. Yeah. Um, that did kind of make me think, like, I feel like people these days, like think gen z has it so easy because a lot of things they haven't gone through the same adversity as like other people and i mean like going to my grandparents like great depression type thing like different advert like adverse events that they went through and i feel like that's similar to what you're saying you wouldn't be the person you are without that adversity mm -hmm. i guess um yeah and so yeah i feel like different people have that and that would be something that gets I don't know how that would change society if we all eliminated like that adversity aspect. If we all think we always get the easy road and can't don't know how to not be on the easy road. <laughs> and there will always be hardship though. So yeah. like turning off, you know, a lot of conditions. I mean, there's still gonna be like bad parents, bad neighborhoods. Tornadoes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Natural yeah. disasters. Um yeah, there's always going to be something random car crash. Like, yep. So I, I don't think we're wanting for adversity. And that's yeah. that's all formative stuff, too. Yeah, that's a good point. Now I'm thinking of just changing society overall. There's no car accidents. There's no hurricanes. So what, I mean, would you edit anything in your own um, genome? Kind of, like, I wouldn't because I feel like I know who I am and I, I'm okay with that. I feel like if... I was at a different point in my life. Maybe I would be like a little more self-conscious about things and like maybe want to easily change those types of things. But I think that would be, I don't know if I can necessarily do that. I was kind of talking about my ears. Like if I think my mm -hmm. ears are big, I don't know if I could just all of a sudden right now, like scientifically speaking, change what my ears look like because they're already grown. I think that would have to be something done at like before I was born while my ears are forming, don't you think? Yeah, but, it sounds more like a... Plastic surgery kind of thing. Yeah, now, yeah, now that would yeah. be how I change it. And so, like, I don't think I would change anything. I mean, I'm sure there's stuff I'd want to change, but I think I'm so, like, comfortable where I am now that I would be okay not ever having to do something like that. Would be Cool. Yeah. No, that's good, right? <laughs> it is, yeah.
It feels weird though. What feels <laughs> weird? Because now I'm trying to think of like what would I change? Because like I feel like people are always wanting to be better or change something. Um, yeah. Longer arms or no? Oh, maybe I'd want to be taller so I could have played volleyball longer. Oh. <laughs> but yeah, if I was taller to start, no, no, that'd be pretty cool. Because so I'm thinking of go... where I am now. But if we're talking about yeah, further back, maybe there'd probably be things I'd change further back. But now I'm an adult. <laughs> so if you could go back to the womb and have blank, would you? Maybe. But I'm even thinking... Like three more inches of height or, or something. Yeah. I mean, today, if I were to decide that today, I would say no. But I'm thinking if I were in high school, like my freshman year of high school, I see. maybe then I would have said yes type thing. Okay. Yeah. Because I feel like I would have thought of myself differently back then than i do now and now i'm like i don't yeah my life is great because i i didn't play volleyball through professional i didn't even finish it through college so mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. um and i still enjoyed the time that i did have with volleyball and i'm over it now but my freshman year of high school i feel like i had all these aspirations to like go further and then i would be like yeah i want to be taller at the same time i feel like i'm pretty tall i'm five eight I think oh so like i feel pretty tall when i compare myself like thinking about getting a boyfriend for example i kind of want him to be taller and that's harder when you're taller and mm-hmm. so there's like both that i'm like do i want to be tall? do i not um yeah for volleyball i'd want to be taller this is a tangent but i've got this like weird perception issue where i never know how tall people are like i i think about like any person that yeah. i know and I don't know if they're taller than me or shorter than me. Like, even unless, unless I like, yeah, often, yeah, unless I like really like focus and I'm like, all right, figure it out. Are they taller, or shorter? And then I can get it. And then, but I have to like force myself to remember. Yeah. But like, I think about like my personal trainer. I meet yeah. with him three days a week. I have no idea if he's taller than me or shorter than me. <laughs> like, yeah, people I work with, like, like see every day, yeah. and I just won't know. It's kind of the weird thing about being virtual, like if you work from home or have virtual meetings and stuff of someone you've never met in person. See, I I do have a perception of like this person that I see over a video. I've never seen them in real life. I have a perception of how tall I think they are, but it's like t- right. usually different. Um, I usually on I think I usually imagine them as average height. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like I just imagine, oh, you are a person's height. You're probably similar to me or maybe slightly shorter slightly taller wild (laughs) uh what else what else did you want to talk about with ethics and um i think we hit i was i have a little note card um i think we pretty much hit the things i said like will it permanently change society where we draw the line kind of like the disease versus like attractiveness strength type why did you write ideal hummus it's humans Ideal humans. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, we could make the best hummus ever. That's if... <laughs> where our gene editing technology should go. Yeah. Get those chickpeas, like, <laughs> top tier. Oh, yeah. Flavor them without additional added Ooh, flavor. <laughs> like, add some, like, garlic genes yeah. to the chickpeas. Garlic and chickpeas combined. Ooh, doggy. <laughs> mm. I don't think I appreciated garlic until 
like within the past year and now i love garlic it's so good i think my mom used to put garlic in everything and i was like i don't really like garlic but i love it now (laughs) everything bagel seasoning has garlic in it i put i I make toast in the morning, and you can't see the bread. It is everything bagel okay, seasoning. Okay, you're making me too hungry, and that's usually where I end that, the episode. We can't so do let's, that. Let's do our last segment before I before I cut us off. Uh, speaking of everything bagels, have you ever made one in your dream home? <laughs> we got to work on these. Um, um, yeah. So we went to a like a home viewing like extravaganza with a few friends this is a couple weeks back and um how many how many homes did we see six or seven seven i think okay and they're like brand new brandly new built like a new what you call it new New construction yes new construction and then very well decorated inside like they had interior professional interior designers fully staged yes (laughs) all the technical terms (laughs) i don't know if that's the right word actually it might be staged or uh, okay yeah, anyway it's and, and i think they're all waterfront properties yes and they were all between like what was it eight hundred thousand and one point six, one point five million. 1.5 million yes yeah, like okay nice places mm-hmm. little overpriced i felt a little, yeah. little high but and i know I, some people value the waterfront so oh that's yeah probably that might be it. what added and i think new constructions in general are going to be more expensive than the same size house Mm -hmm. that's already built somewhere that's been lived in but yeah yeah i feel like seeing they were all like fairly different from each other and definitely had their own unique characteristics and i think it helped me form an opinion of like what i do and don't like because one thing i thought i liked going like when i imagine my house i want it like super modern black and white grays like i want it kind of clean crisp and clean like that but after looking at these houses i don't want that i decided (laughs) i was like it made me like one house specifically that was like that i was like it made me feel like i was stepping into some celebrity's home that they visit like once or twice a year and it's like set up for them it's a perfect maybe throwing a perfect like party throwing house type thing versus actually living in and so i decided i kind of like the more like calm down livable atmosphere of a home yeah that that i'm just thinking about that one home my home that we yes so so yeah (laughs) i think there were seven of us and each of us we assigned one of the houses to as like just kind of like a fun this is my house and mine was i think the most homey feeling which is really nice they had like probably the least amount of like extravagant amenities yep but also had like a nice, cozy, welcoming environment. I, I really like yeah. that. And I think your home, so that is the home I'm thinking of that I just loved. And it like maybe was a little more, I don't know the, the terms for this stuff. Like I want to say farmhousey, but it wasn't farmhousey at all. Mm. I want to say it was like, I don't know, it was comforting, kind of like you said. And a lot of the rooms were pretty big, though, I thought, too, compared to houses I've seen. I remember- there almost seemed like too much space in a room. Here's what I liked. When you first open the front door and and instead of it being like a, a tight little hallway nook area, it just like opened up right away. What? The ceiling went up pretty quickly. So it felt like, I don't know, it felt like you were being drawn into like the rest of the home and the living room was like visible. And, yeah. 
Yeah, it just looked it, very it nice. It was wide open. I did really like that. And you kind of talked about the ceilings being high. I feel like part of that might be it was a ranch style house, like mm-hmm. one floor. And I'm usually like very against that. And I think it's because I grew up in like a three story. I think I had like three stories. And I loved how you could like go up the stairs mm-hmm. and like go to different areas of the house. And then I lived in a ranch style like for like when I was 10 years old and older or something. And I didn't like it as much because you're on the stuck on the same floor type thing. But I think this changed my mind. I was like, I think I like ranch style because it's so like it makes the floor feel so much bigger, maybe. Whereas if there's a lot of floors on top of each other, you like go up, there's two rooms. You go down, there's like a kitchen and a living room. You go down, there's another room and a room. And it feels very segmented. And I kind of liked the like whole connectedness of a Mm -hmm. single floor. So I might be changing my mind on that. Okay. I thought so one of the houses and and I I think the the idea of this segment is we're just going to rattle off like some of the things that we really desire in like the ultimate home. Yeah. Right. So for me, uh, I really like that homey feel. Yep. Uh, But there are a couple features of some of the other houses that I thought were totally dope. So (laughs) so like the one house where every room had a little digital panel where you could like adjust the temperature and the music and it was all like keyed into the same like audio system. Mm-hmm. That was super cool. Like I, I love the idea of like being able to go into any room and be like, all right, I'm going to, I'm going to like do the blinds, like hit this button. I'm going to like turn off the music in this room. Cause I hate having noise and like yep. all that kind of stuff. And then like, you know, Chen could be in another room, like have her music going and like put the blinds up so like the <laughs> sun coming you guys in. going back and forth i want the blinds down i want the blinds up <laughs> we already do with light switches so why not like <laughs> yeah. you know do that with uh blinds and music too like mm-hmm. i i just like the the easy access functionality because because i don't like walking all the way over to the window twiddling the things that the blinds like clothes and then like there's no like speakers in the room because we don't have like a house hooked up for that but like the idea of like being able to like have everything like super connected like that yeah. and easy to like handle in the moment, that convenience is great. I agree. Would you be, I'd be worried. I wouldn't be worried enough not to have it. Cause I think that'd be super awesome too, but I'd be worried that like at the pace that technology moves, it would just get outdated super fast. And then you'd have to have someone come in, update it, fix it. So I'd hope it'd be almost so tech, technologically capable of like having updates so like i'm even thinking like if you like back in the day not that far itunes is like where you bought all your music but now it's like you only stream it on like spotify or something similar so like would that be able to change if we move away from streaming music Mm, i don't know I i don't know what would happen in the future but i'd hope it'd be easily changed Otherwise, your house would be outdated again, which I guess happens anyway. I mean, if you don't have any system, then you're definitely outdated, right? (laughs) Yeah, for sure. Um, I was trying to think, do you have like a... Also, at the point that you're buying a million dollar plus home, (laughs) I feel like if it gets outdated, you'll get it changed. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, some of these are very hypothetical, like... This is what I dream of, but can I actually get that? I don't know right. about that. Right. Um, we can always dream. But yeah, I kind of wrote like the high tech stuff is what I would want. Would you want, if you bought a house that would be like the perfect house for you to live in forever, would you want 
it to be like a waterfront property? Would you want to experience all four seasons? Would you only want a heat? If you could control like where it was too? I I have no desire for a waterfront property. I mean it wouldn't be bad, but but for me it doesn't provide any additional value. So I don't yep. I wouldn't like want to pay the extra money for a waterfront property. Yep. Uh well wait, what was the rest of the question? Like would you want to place it in like oh where four would seasons you want it? and stuff. Yeah. Okay. This is interesting because uh uh like Chen and I have been looking at like different articles that show like where climate change will impact the hmm. United States. So like, you know, obviously coastlines, like if sea level rises, there are like stretches of land that will no longer be viable as like a home. Yeah. Um and so like just looking at like the the climate change impact in different regions has helped us like determine where we want to make sure that we're living and like also we look at it for like you know where our parents are living and stuff like that so like where we're at now is actually pretty good and in some ways it's like a benefit to where we're living okay um if climate change continues uh in the way that it is so all that to say we have a very forward thinking mindset about where we live like I like the idea of having four seasons and also it being like future proof against changes to the the climate. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah. How about I, you? I don't think I care enough. <laughs> I like I don't mind the winter and I'd want a house that's easily livable and during the winter. Like for example, I don't want to be sliding on ice getting up to my house at the top of a hill type thing. I want it to be easy to like get to it or almost like i'm almost thinking of it being secluded like will i have to hire people to like shovel me out just to go somewhere in the middle of winter i don't know i don't like winter that much i could do without it but i think if for example i had a waterfront property i would want it to be warm most of the year to be able to even use it because i felt like it was it would be kind of pointless if i couldn't use it for at least even three months of the year but maybe at that time then i just have a second house that i go to during those months oh wow you're really living large yeah. so your, your dream house is two houses yeah <laughs> or maybe just a dream house and then a vacation for three months okay like a timeshare yeah don't want one of those okay. <laughs> um yeah i have no idea what i would want here's here's some of the like the fun frills that i think i would also want in a yep. dream house so one of the ones that we looked at had like a little podcast studio it did. and like a recording room as well. That was like fully lined with this kind of, this kind of cool stuff. Mm-hmm. These sound panels. I love that idea, like a dedicated space for it yeah. so that you're not like sacrificing, you know, half your basement to <laughs> have a small podcast studio. Yeah. I also liked, uh, some of the garages, mm, yeah. like, like that you could like, drive in the entrance but also there's like a drive out the backside kind yeah, of thing that was, cool. that was sick and then like one of those garages had a lift to like yes bring the boat up to like the house like well that all sounds fun i think some people who are really into cars too if they have like a really fancy car they just put on a lift when they don't drive it during the winter for mm. example and then they can just store it that way which is interesting yeah. instead of taking up space in your garage Another big house feature in the dream house is the workout room. Oh, Oh, 
I said the cat That's room. That's a good one, too. I actually didn't like the cat room that we saw. I didn't either. Because yeah. it had, like, an AC unit just, like, channeling air through it. It's, like, the least cat-friendly cat room. There are no windows. Yeah. I want them to have yeah. windows. They need, they need the cat television. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, a workout room. Yeah. Workout I would room. definitely want Big that. time. Yep. Yeah. Although I do enjoy... I'm someone who likes group classes, so... Maybe that'll change when I get older, though. But I like going and working out with people so maybe i don't i wouldn't want to work out room right now i don't think i'd use it <laughs> i would if yep. i had more equipment here i would use it like yep. i've just got dumbbells and that's all that i do when i'm at home now yep um but yeah if i had like a full workout room i would do a lot more at home mostly I what i feel like i'm lacking right now is a cardio thing but after our episode with jen a couple weeks ago I uh, actually like found my old Dance Dance Revolution oh. stuff, like the the CDs that I've got like songs yeah. on and stuff. Um, so like I'm I'm a little bit closer to like getting set up for cardio, yeah, and for parties, I guess. Yeah, this guy is. I don't know if we've talked about this before, but Rylan is really good at DDR. Please, <laughs> it, um, it's big true. Yeah, yeah. I've witnessed it. I tried. Did I try to do one? I think so. Yeah, you played. Yeah, yeah, but it's a lot. I I don't know how the feet and the I don't know how like the foot eye coordination happens so well. I th- guess it's kind of like video games for me too. My thumbs don't do what I want them to do. But I think uh, most people that I've taught DDR, um, they they get the the I don't know what you call it. Yeah, feet eye coordination. They get it within like an hour or two of playing but that requires an hour or two of playing and most yeah. people don't do that when they start well and i think it's just like how can it you go that fast i don't know oh yeah that because i like, mean the speed to, takes a lot longer to to get yeah. there but in terms of just like seeing the screen and and moving in the right direction that yeah. comes pretty quickly yeah i feel like you even had certain techniques too we can talk about that later, but there yeah yeah maybe this is for another day <laughs> yeah yeah um, something else I was thinking, so like, yeah, I think I would, if I was building my dream, dream home, I think a cat room would be really cool if I had cats. Mm-hmm. I hope I have cats. Um, because then I've even seen some other better ones online where like they have a million toys in there. All their food is in there. They even have like a separate room for just a litter box, which I think would be cool. Um, just like a single room that they can like go into through the litter mm-hmm. box and mm-hmm. come out of. Cause I hate, I don't know. We kind of have that. Uh, in our laundry room. There's like a oh. separate little nook. Have you seen it? I don't think so. I'll, I'll show you okay. it. It's like, there's not a door, but it's like, there's like a wall kind of partition. Okay, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I would like that to be hidden. I was thinking some people would probably like, like Dan, for example, would want his man cave or like place where he can turn on sports and just watch it or hook up his video games and just play like, Oh, that yeah. One of the houses had, like, on the second story yeah, of that, that one cool. house. That was real nice. Yep. That'd like be a fun place to just, like, have people, like, gather and yep. eat some snacks and... Gotta have an entertainment. Watch room. the big game. <laughs> one thing that did bother me, there were some houses that only had, like... None of these houses have basements, probably because they're waterfront. Yeah. But... I like a good basement, though. Yeah. Or I like at least having, like... 
if you have all your friends over, you don't want to be in the same exact room where your parents are going to be watching TV, like their nightly movie. You want to have your own space to be doing something. And there are some rooms that didn't, or some houses that didn't have that like separation, and I didn't really like that. I do want that separation, even though now I'm on the like parent side mm-hmm. versus the kid side. Even as a kid, I would want that. <laughs> but yeah, that's important, I feel like, for a house. Yeah. My stomach is growling. Are you hungry? I'm so hungry. Okay, so uh, we practiced our outro a bit, and and I'm I'm kind of working up to it, a little bit nervous, but let's see if we can get it. Thank you all for joining us in the wardrobe. See you later. Was that it? I don't know, and I didn't mean to say later either. <laughs> <laughs> I just felt like it needed one more. Oh, okay, God. that's fine.